this is Mike and Tom from Mike Has a Drink. We just wanted to take a second and talk to you about our favorite app, Anchor. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you know, and even plus that, when you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Yeah, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, man, it's totally free. So listen, you want to start a podcast, you're thinking about trying to figure it out. If the two of us (laughs) figured this out, how hard can it be? So go right now, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You won't regret it. Hey. Well, Rex, glad you could join us again. Mm-hmm. Listen. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad because the beer, it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. <laughs> All right, so I know nobody can see that, but uh, I thought Tom's head was about to fall off. <laughs> he was spinning his head around like a little helicopter. I was doing the circle head bang, thank you. And uh, his hair almost knocked his phone off the top of the bar. <laughs> Out of control, sir. Tom does have himself some hair. Do you, would you like the number to my barber? Absolutely not, because this one would kill me. Absolutely. He, he does a great job. No, obviously. You're both. I know. Get my money's worth. Oh, I think I saw Veronica. <gasps> that was my fault. Sorry, honey. I don't think she's going to go as quick as... We got her back in the water this week. Yes, uh, somehow the cup got knocked over. (laughs) Hudson? Probably Hudson. I didn't have anything to do with it. Um, So, here we are. Hey, you wanted us to remind you of something last week for this week. Oh. War Hmm. on drugs. Yes, no, that was your idea, Reg. We're talking about Mike's idea. My idea, my idea. Of course, Reggie, I'm going to um, remember your idea. I mean, all right. I wanted you to remind me to remind Reggie after I just got reminded of what I wanted to be reminded of before I reminded Reggie is um, we, we think we found someone who is, I think is a finisher. She's got a beer. But anyways, um, we have a new T-shirt person, people. We do. And uh, let's ask Chelsea about her opinion on them. I love them. I know. These shirts, Reg, we'll we'll get you yours. We apologize. Um, I don't know what these shirts are made of. I'm pretty sure they're made of child's tears, as soft as they are. Uh, Child's tears. I like that. Sprinkle with a little salt from the salt bay. 
If you, and if you had any rights to the soft pipe, please do not sue us, as uh, we still have not made $2 on our podcast. Thank you very much. So, Reggie, close. Reggie, let's get to the war on drugs. What did uh, President Nixon have to do with that? Um, so. Wait, that's who we're talking about, right? Tricky Dick. Yeah. Tricky Dick and Watergate. I keep thinking about um, the peanut guy, but that's Jimmy Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. Never oh, Carter, not a not a bad president. Um, no, Carter yeah, so, one of our best. So like, so like before Watergate happened, um, because of like all the political stuff that was going on, in in order to like undermine like the leftist hippie protesters. And then the civil rights movement and, um, you know, black people standing up for basic fundamental equal rights. Um, he decided that they were going to have the war on drugs. And um, that, like, you know, he's stated basically, like, we're going to associate hippies with marijuana and um, blacks with uh, heroin and basically like it's a lot of it's a lot of fear-mongering that lasted you know the last 50 years um so now like it's fueled like so much uh, mass incarcerations and all of these po- like policies and laws, both at the state and the federal level. Do you want food? Sorry, Reg, hold on a second. Tom, so Tom gave me the mic. Do you want some food? But she was okay. Never mind. And then I said, "No, Tom," and gave him the "I don't want any food" sign. That's what you missed here. So, Reg, what is what do you, what, was he? Was it his policy then that was responsible for like the drugs getting pushed out into those areas? Yeah. So, like, no, no, catching it was, people. It was him who was responsible for getting heroin from Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I thought it was opium. It's not opium. It's not. It's not. It's um, not. Everyone yeah. is opium, which gets yeah, opium. Yes. I'm just saying. Yeah, yes, you got me on technicality, <sighs> sir. I hung out with Reggie. Well, and it, but it's like it's all that like it's all the smoke and mirrors of of that time. So right. like he's basically like making such a big deal about marijuana and heroin and like basically point the fingers at like at black and hippies right. and like you know these you know political movements going on in our country basically is a diversion for what was actually going on in Vietnam and right. like good sorry well it's like all a distraction of like how bad like Vietnam actually was and what these people were actually protesting 
And so if you're like a hippie and you're protesting like the Vietnam War, but then your government is like basically like, well, you know, you're doing all of these drugs and you're actually the enemy. Right. So it's like, like even to this day, like, you know, you think of like a stereotypical like deadhead, like you're thinking of like, you know, some pot smoking hippie who, you know. Everybody got that cool pothead uncle. And it's like, like never, like never. Met, I've never met like a pot smoking hippie who's like had malice in their heart. Like, so I just like it's all a diversion as to like what's what was actually going on in the in Vietnam and like what the war was actually about and like these well, like the political. I've not a sudden. I've heard from three different former soldiers, one of which, yes, was my father, but all three of them who did not serve together have all said the exact same thing to me: was America had that war won so many times, but they wouldn't let us because we were making too much money off of it. And uh, if anybody's wondering, Tom's last name is Jones. <laughs> Not unusual to be loved by everyone. If you're using an alias, you're not loved by everyone. Right. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know because Ron as long James, as you're doing the Carlton band, you are loved. You are loved by everyone. All right. Um. Like, but yeah. So, um. You know, like this was basically spawned to like disrupt those communities so when you're when you're looking at like the anti-vietnam political protesters and then you're looking at black civil rights the black civil rights movement and you're specifically like churning out propaganda and as like the smoke and mirrors campaign to basically disrupt those communities and make them out to be the enemy in order to like garner favor and support for a book, quite frankly, a bullshit war. Right. And then, and like, don't even get me started on like, you're bringing home Vietnam vets who have all this PTSD and are like broken. And like, you know, you want to talk about like fucking well, over well, veterans. No, no, Reggie, that's just not nom. That's, that's, that's all, all of them. Like, all of them. Yeah, like, right. But, but it's the one where they all came home. Where they all came home like we talked about earlier about that 50-50, right? Right. So anybody else that has gone to war, okay, home hero. they were heroes when they came back. They hung their flags in town. Like, you know, say a prayer for so-and-so in school. You know, while they're sitting in school because... Right. So and so's dad is serving proudly, and now they're coming home, and they're seeing stuff that has never been seen. Really, you know, um, the 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 Agent Orange, the napalm, like mm -hmm. mass mass casualties at once. You know, um, and they come home, and people are like, "Oh, you're evil." Your baby killer. You're a baby killer. Baby killer was the number was the big mm -hmm. was the number one insult hurled 
towards vets, according to HistoryChannel.com. Now, another site might have quoted different numbers, but that's the site I go off of, so... I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So, uh, back to Watergate. I know we touched oh. on a couple things. Cool. I, I, I know we talked... What the freaking cat in? The cat is in. Two weeks in a row, she's been screaming at people. Oh. The cat is in. All right, well, someone feed the cat. I did feed the cat. All right, well, I want the cat back outside. That's the only reason she comes in the house. I'll take a beat. No, don't worry about my dishes. They're good. I do need another beer. Thank you. Yes, thanks. I'm good, my love. Um, oh, hold on. Okay, I thought you were lost. So I was trying no, I'm, to I, I got this. Right, I, got I wanted to kind of bounce back just a little bit to that Saturday massacre we talked about a little bit. Right. Right? Where four aides, they go, they leave, they resign, they... Got fired. A couple, of, a couple of them got fired. Yeah. So I lost my page though. Um, See, that's why I tried to jump in. There are like right. almost like 30 people like over the whole like scandal. Oh, over like, in, like prison or resigned and. No, it's like there were, there were a lot of people that like. Just because of Watergate alone, like, ended up either, like, having, like, either ended up in prison or ended up resigning. And, like, you don't get to, get to like, certain levels of Washington without, like, working yeah. your butt off. Like. And they just up and went. Well, it was like they were all falling on the sword for him, though. You know what I mean? Even even um, the you know the Saturday massacre after they got let go, they still went to the police and said it was like their idea, right? You know, trying to trying to you know fall on the sword for Nixon, so it stopped there. Like, let's save this here, let's stop it. Um, and then eventually, the, a couple of them get convinced to, to cooperate. We really feel like there's. More to this, I which Mike, the U.S. government would never lie to us citizens. No, absolutely mm -hmm. not, Tom. And that's what makes this country great. That's right. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> <clears throat> at least that's what's supposed to. One of the things. Um, if you were an agent of the U.S. government, yeah. us here, Mike has a drink. Do not comply with those said statements. Yes, and I know that our location says that we are in one place, but we are really on a tiny island um, in the South Pacific that consists right of Belize. three grains of sand. Listen, aren't we aren't we covered by the first? Ooh, all right, with that being said, they didn't cancel us. Nobody kicked in the door, and the volcano hasn't erupted yet. So. Um, I mean, we're, we're covered by our constitutional rights. Here I am. Uh, that was, that was an Man, So anyways, they, they go and they try to say like, hey, it was us, it was us, and everybody's saying, yeah, you four are full of crap. There's no way 
the four people that are on your level in the government, A, are the only four that know, B, two people above you didn't know, um, so they cut deals. And that's when hey, uh, says, hey, you're all gone. Which, you know, um, Watergate actually caused like a massive legal reform because there were 30 plus attorneys alone that were indicted over it. And it, um, at that point in time, the majority of U.S. law schools um, became required mandatory classes on professional responsibility. And the American Bar Association actually rewrote its responsibility code. You know, and the major change basically was that the attorney, the attorney-client privilege became limited. Everything. Saying that it's just a set of guidelines to be considered instead of mandatory. Fair enough. I'm Which I'm that's bad. one of the rabbit holes that Mike was talking about yeah. last week that I fell into because I ended up reading an entire article on the entire American Bar Association Code of Responsibility. Yeah, yeah Tom sent me a message at work and said, um, I fell in a rabbit hole, and three hours later, I realized I shouldn't be in this rabbit hole. <laughs> so that's one of the things, though, Reg, that really leads, like, the Senate. This is, like, kicks off the Senate hearings, you know what I mean? Like, all right, something's really going on here. So probably from one of the few times in I, – I can't imagine it's happened a lot, Reggie, but – the Senate votes 77 to zero to start doing an investigation. Right. Um, so they start the hearing and then um, Alexander Butterfield, who's one of the A's, gets on the stand and they ask him were there any recording devices? And uh, he wouldn't answer. Kept, you know, trying to get out answering it, and then he finally admits it. Mm -hmm. uh, that the White House, that everything in the Oval Office, in the Cabinet Room, are completely recorded. So that's when they start demanding, like, well, where are those tapes? And Nixon's secretary would. Um, yeah. And Nixon's secretary would, uh, would transcribe them. Doing research on something you <laughs> and asked Reggie about and got dead air in return. Oh no! There's a lot of dead air. Yeah, there's a lot of There have actually been quite a few times that the Senate has voted 100, percent more specifically, 
against Trump in recent years. So there have been multiple, multiple times that the Senate has been voted, voted, voted 100%. Thank you. I mean, but what's the percentage though? Because they may vote on 512 things in one day that they've never read about. So I'm going to go with, we're both correct, Tom. I, I can dig it. I mean, that's a good compromise, right, Reggie? Can you hear me? <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> wow. 19 minutes in. Oh, we probably just got a message from her saying I got kicked off eight minutes ago. <laughs> Send me the link. Mom, no, she me? says, can you hear me? No, Reggie. Reggie, Reggie. Hey, you probably hit your... Man, so uh, throwing back to the uh, Verizon guy. Can you hear me now? We can hear you. You must have switched the sprint, Rad. You lost connection. Man. Okay, so, like, did you guys hear, like, at any point during that? Did you hear anything I said? No. Man. What what was the last thing I said? The last thing you said? We said something. I can't remember what. And Tom and I both stopped and looked. <laughs> there was no Reggie response. And we were like, ah. Uh. Like, I heard that, and I was talking. And then they're like, I, it, we set her up, and she didn't say anything. And I was like, just over here, gabbing away. <laughs> you must have moved, like, two inches on the couch. <laughs> Put you in a dead area. Probably. I don't know. Well, how can we rekindle that magic? Because I don't remember what I said. No, neither do I. Um, we were talking about we were talking about the mass like the Saturday night massacre. Yeah. Tom launched into his rabbit hole about oh, that's right, about the lawyers. Come on, refresh us. Because uh, it's been a long night. I don't. I don't know. I still think it's funny that like lawyers have ethics. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> Reggie, they didn't before. It was at, at this point that they said, "Hey, we better set some rules about how humans should behave." I don't know. I I did. I did. Humans, Mike. I did comment about like how um like. Over, like over thirty people, or like thirty people, yeah. almost thirty people, like went to like jail or had to resign. Yeah. So the Supreme Court has to get involved because he, they start yeah. saying, "All right, this guy just said there's a recording. There's recording stuff. Right. We want all the recordings." Oh. His secretary, I, I was making a comment that his secretary would transcribe them. And, oh, yeah. And, like, the guy that they, I forget the the congressman who they had, like, reviewed the tapes. Like, they, like, they selected him because he, like, served on, like, the House Judiciary Committee and, um, like, he was known for his integrity, but he was also like 81 years old 
and was hard of hearing. So like they had him like reviewing the tapes while like reading the transcript. What was that? So it's like half the teachers that are high school then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he just like old like just old and deaf and like reviewing tran like reviewing transcripts and then like discovers like oh there's 18 and a half minutes like missing and so then like there's all the like there's this these this like famous picture of like Nixon's secretary like demonstrating how um, she accidentally erased it and it was like completely implausible. Yeah. Like she's like, oh I like stretched and when I answered the phone like my foot must have hit the pedal. But then, like when they reenacted it, like it, like it wasn't even like remotely plausible. So it's always like, what was on the eighteen and a half minutes? I know that's what we were saying last week too. Like all the stuff that was left on there. How scary is are the eighteen minutes that just vanished? Right, but a top was my. I, I know I've done a couple more podcast episodes. So I'm going to give you some advice. All right, Mike. This is professional advice from a master of his craft. Reggie was on her wave, man. She was at the top of the wave. She's thinking about dipping down into the crest. She's on a roll with what she was talking about. Right? And then, Tom, you came in. And you did a gnarly backflip onto hers. She lost her group. That's what we do here. Fair enough. Sure. <laughs> I don't know, Rush. Just pretend it was funny. Okay. Hold on. I'm finishing my grape. So. They reveal, like, you know, they start listening to stuff, like Reggie said, and there's some stuff on there that is... Pretty damning. Yeah, not good at all. Including like, the quote-unquote smoking gun tape, which I didn't cover because I figured... We'll get there. Somebody else. Reg, what do you know about the smoking gun tape? I actually don't, so Tom, you can take this glory. Well, Tom didn't look it up, so... If we flash back a little bit, this guy's listening to these tapes and he hears the conversation where the president is talking about <laughs> the, uh, the robbers. So, and he hears them discuss, let's give them X amount of dollars so that they don't tell anybody. So, that's the first clue. This is going to be a cover up. Um, what were you saying, Reg? I, oh, I, well. I wasn't saying anything. Say what, though? You know what else Watergate led to? Led to public concerns of FBI investigation investigating American citizens for political purposes and allegations of CIA doing domestic spying 
resulted in the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978, which also then birthed the FISA, the, you know, the acronym, court to determine if a, a an American citizen was a credible threat to investigate or not. So there's basically a panel of people that will sit there and tell the CIA, yeah, you can investigate yeah. this person, but no, you can't investigate this one. Well, that, that went out the window. Yeah, like how how does that factor in with uh, the Patriot Act? Yeah, yeah, you're that, right. You're that right. Was the end of that one. Um, you are correct. Okay, uh, which is about thirty years, maybe a little less. I don't know. Um, so, like what you were saying, on December seventh, they find there's like eighteen and a half minutes of tape missing. And uh, which was God. definitely CIA because they denied it, but Nixon said Nixon advisor said that he contacted them, which is um, according to books in Hollywood, the CIA's MO. So it is entirely plausible if you follow Hollywood and books to believe that the CIA did destroy these 18 and a half minutes for Nixon. Well, I guess they sent it, they sent that tape out to be examined. Mm -hmm. And it was determined that that portion of the tape had been erased at least five times, but it could have been erased up to nine. Wow. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't even know how you <laughs> What do you do, rubber magnet on it or something? Yeah. Right over where it was and hitting your race, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but then like hitting it with a, well, hitting it with a magnet, like unless you literally are like taking it like strip by strip, like the whole strip and undoing it. Like if you took a magnet to it, like the whole entire tape would be garbled. Yeah. Not I just like. I was just a very clean minute. experience making 18 and a half minutes of tape disappear. You know, I've never done it. The only thing I've done is put a tape in, plus play, right as someone says, no, it needs tapes. And there isn't a pencil in the world that can fix that. I'm... No, that's that's not fair story. Yeah, that's definitely not fair story. Okay. Um. So eventually, you know, we talk about the smoking gun. He realizes he's kind of dead in the water at this point, or dead in the water, as they say over there. Um. And he, he decides that, you know, for the best interest of everybody involved, I'm going to resign. With a one-sentence resignation letter. Yeah. Said, I hereby resign the office of the President of the United States. Yeah. A lot of remorse. Um, 
So he, well, he didn't. Well, have that's it. right. He can't have remorse because he stick to his guns and didn't do anything wrong. Right he, until the day he died in 1994, still swore his innocence. Man, I don't know. I find it hard to believe all these events occurred simultaneously around him, and he just didn't. Know. Right. But I mean, I guess that can be tied to any. Anytime someone is powerful and gets caught up in something like this. What do you mean? How, how, what do you mean he didn't know? So he was gone. His VP takes over. And what's he do, Reg? What? What's, what's, the, what's the new president do, Tom, when he gets sworn in? He goes out and pardons old Tricky Dick. Yeah, because Gerald Ford, which is his second vice president, not his well, first. He ain't got no, rid of the first one because they didn't see eye to eye. So you know which who was his first one? Uh, was that like Hero or? Yes, sure, Reggie. Yes. She was what? Yeah, sure. All right, so that wasn't fact checked. Um, it's not. It's on a, I don't know. Begins with it. Fact checking, but so you know that does it a little bit about his personality there. How many? It doesn't have. Well, I mean, maybe it did back in the day, where you changed up in between terms, whatever. But like, I don't know. Nowadays, nowadays they would not. I mean, you were acting pretty bad, but nowadays. Like nowadays, it's like an automatic. I was VP before, I'll be VP this time. Right. So he gets pardoned, and like Tom says, swears up and down. He's never had anything to do. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Did you, did you, over your research, I had it written down, and I lost it somewhere. Let me kind of flip through. But did anybody read about when they kidnapped the guy's wife? No. Mar Margaret or? Yeah, it was Margaret. Um, oh, man. I must have did something wrong in my notes. But anyways, yeah, so they, like, they kidnapped her. Martha Mitchell. Yeah. Um. She was leaving her husband until he resigned from the CRP. And the phone call ends abruptly. Which, which, cut which, off. which, which since we didn't cover it last time, CRP um, stands for the Commission to Reelect the President. Right. Free. That was, that was right. That was a creative name. Right. Um, like, you know, but then we all get it. If you watch a sport, you've seen a creative name. So uh, we won't say any because we don't want to get sued. A few years later, a crime reporter for the New York Daily News tracked Mitchell to a country club in like Rye, New York. Okay. 
So if you're man, I want to get kidnapped by them people. Right. I'm guessing it's a great area. I don't know. It's a country club, Tom. In New York City, yeah, that's, that's kidnap me and please make me stay at the country club. You know what I'm saying? Although kidnapping me and putting me at the country club would be that'd be torture. And no, it would be punishment for the other golfers because they call me Orange Peel because I do nothing but slice. And right what a segue to <laughs> terrible Tuesdays with Tom. Hey, you know, Mike. I'm thinking I'm gonna start doing lunges to stay in shape. It's a big step forward. Oh my goodness. Hey. hey. No, that was your two, man. No, no, I gave you, I gave you one to bring the segment in, one to bring the segment. The one to bring the segment in doesn't count. Well, you should have thought you were ahead. Hey, Reggie. What? What vegetable was cool, but not really that cool? Beans. Radish. Reggie, you asked for that one. That was completely your fault. You could have changed the subject. Like, so, I, I could have. I could have just kept on, kept her moving. About Martha. I'm Mitchell. over here testing, testing markers. You're like, you're like, he can't have two horrible dad jokes. Oh, oh, but I, but, but I knew he could. I know. I know. I, I'm a little disappointed in myself that I didn't get it, though. Yeah, you walked right into it. So, and then, yeah, I'm a little surprised you didn't have the answer either, Reg. We know, yeah, you're the brains behind this operation. So, right. and I just kind of ramble on about random things. But, so, this reporter goes to the country club, right? Like, Miss Mitchell is lounging by the pool, She's got people bringing her drinks. Hi, Chelsea. Chelsea just got here. And uh, wait like normal, but it's Chelsea yeah, time. Yeah. So, um, like she's, you know, oh, she was beaten. She was shaken. What? No, she was living her best life at that country club. She was getting all the free shrimp cocktails she could, she could order. While drinking umbrella drinks, chilling in the sun. If that's, as you just alluded to, Mike, if that is torture, chain me to the wall. I'll sign up for it. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously that oh, Mike. wasn't as bad as she wanted everybody to think. We didn't give a shout out to our drink of the night. Nope. Saturday night on a Tuesday. People. That's right. Listen. Nowadays, for the crew, we're drinking uh, the last year's model, but I haven't had it since last year, Tom. I promise. I just got it from the store. They may have had it since last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I as long know. as they kept it in the back of the cooler, it's all right. Yeah, I figured as long as it stayed cool, it doesn't matter if it's a couple years old, you know? Um, we're drinking the strawberry lemonade. They also have the red, white, and blue, which is like a blueberry-flavored beer. And on Saturday, I went over to my buddy's house, and he has the newest version, and it's pineapple. 
Let me tell you. Is it a treat? It is a delicate beer. Sweet, yet you still know it's beer. That that, that red, white, and blue, you, you couldn't tell it was a beer. Same thing with the this one, you lose a bit of the beer on it. Yeah, it, it's like a little sweet. But the pineapple, man, it's on point. Um, sorry, so what else? Chelsea, how's Mike's homemade wine for the whatever week in a row? Delicious. Yeah, you better keep drinking because we still have like one giant mason jar and half a growler left. Don't worry, you're down a lot. Yeah. We'll see. So, well, I mean, Tonight. Yeah, that's fair. Um, hey, Reg. What? Whenever we finish, just just so you know, for the next time you come to visit, mm-hmm. when we finish our um, cans, <laughs> we we take the tabs off. <clears throat> Oh, did you have to take tabs off this weekend? Did I, I, forget? Did. I did, and uh, Tom and I weren't drinking any seltzers. So, so what's the story behind taking them off? Because then I take the, the tabs, and a whole bunch of other people are collecting them too, and we give them to my main man, uh, Kingston, who uh, has informed me that next year uh, I'm not related to Kingston anyway. And may said cannot be held against Kingston in the court of law. He told me uh, next year I have to come out of coaching retirement to coach him at T-ball. But I don't understand what that has to do with collecting tabs. That's, that's why I'm collecting the tabs. He was born well, really premature, maybe four months. And then the pads get all collected. And then when Kingston and his family go back out to St. Jude's to visit, they give the tab. I guess the tabs get put towards money for research. So collect your tabs, people. Well, you know, another good cause is the Girl Scouts. Because every tab they collect is a minute of free oxygen for somebody... And uh, Ronald McDonald House hospitals. So again, two great ch- causes. <laughs> Sorry, that uh, strawberry lemonade stuff went down the wrong side. Almost choked to death, Reg. Oh, I know, I know. I, so, I, so I, I know you were really concerned about that. You were like, dang, I almost took this podcast over three years ahead of schedule. <laughs> She says two and a half, not three. What are you yeah, talking she's about? Like two and a half. Ah. <laughs> you obviously don't know me very well. So, um, old Tricky Dex in some trouble. He resigns. Gives his famous speech at some point during that. I am not a crook where he's got his fingers in the air and he's shaking them. I am not a crook. I made me many games. Yeah, I'd like picture him biting the end off a cigar. 
lighten up a big fat, big fat Cuban. Like, what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, the funny thing, though, kind of about it is after it's all said and done. Hey, shit, change the government still pull shit on it? I mean... I think any of you shared by um, Tom Jones, or not to use this podcast, Tom Jones from uh, a little town in Antarctica who happens to be calling into this episode. Are not the views of Mike and Reggie at War Chelsea? Please do not make us disappear. Uh, so, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things. Like over time, he kind of like gets accepted back. You know what I mean, Reg? Sure. Like, like he didn't get shunned. You know. People would come to him for interviews. And, yeah, I mean, I guess he doesn't necessarily go down as like a huge villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he, but he stands by that like he didn't do anything wrong. Right. Oh no, no. Yeah, I mean, I th- but I think people came to kind of came to terms with most of it. You know what I mean? Even though there's always going to be the question of like, what, what, what did you know? What was, um, on, was on that eighteen and a half minutes? Yeah, yeah. I'm, look, I I read a, an article, and it was talking about like the seven seven shocking thing. I mean, it was it was clickbait, Reggie, but it was like seven shocking things that were on the tapes that didn't get taken out, and like. <laughs> You know the sex lines of pandas. Yeah, and i but it was like, I mean, it was. I, I I guess I don't know, but what it was like back then. But right now, like that's some of the things that he said on there. They were pretty disturbing. They were racist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very anti-Jewish. Yeah, and you know, saying things, saying things about the Vietnamese, like calling them like the little brown people, like. I mean, pretty. I, that had to have been offensive back then too. You know what I mean? Yep. No, Mike. Though, uh, rhetoric is quite the powerful deception. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that could, like that goes hand in hand with like what we talked about earlier on was like the war on drugs. It's like point the finger at like everybody else. I mean. Hey. That's how, like, that's also how Hitler got into power. Uh, Reg, I was going to say something about that earlier and really didn't want to open that. That box. Now we're going to have to do some episodes about that stuff. Um, Hey, terrible human being, great artist, great painter. Dude, he's shitty. His artwork is, yeah, he can paint a building. He can paint a building damn well. People, not so much, but a building damn well. he, He would be like, It'd be like if he called me in and said, Mike, hey, look, I'm, I can't draw people. And I hopped up and hit them with some stick figures. That would have been better than his people. They were blobs. Yeah, but the buildings were, like, surreal. Right. So, 
he doesn't view people. We're not going there. Right, Reg, right. No, going. it makes sense. It may, wow, thank you, man. We're not going there, Reggie. Um, no, because then we also have to talk about Picasso being a pedophile. Or Degas being a sadist. Hey, no, but still not mass genocide. Well, so. in 1900 wasn't a pedophile there, um, Reggie. That was when 13 years old was old enough to marry. Um, we're going to then go to the next subject. because I Oh! You thank you, thank you. That, I, I learned everything I know from Tom. Tune in next week as we boo Mike's new segment of... Doing my statue. Thank you, thank you. So, <laughs> you know, one of the other things on that tape was like, he was talking about like, you know, I immediately, when I immediately walked into this office as president, I should have pulled everybody and everything out of Vietnam. Because he had read some, some uh, articles and some notes and whatever <laughs> briefings from the you know the prior presidents about you know if we continue fighting this war the way we are we're not going to win and um, said he should have just immediately pulled out he would have not had the problems. Well, that can be said true for many men out there is they could have avoided a lot of problems if they pulled out. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Well, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. So, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Tom, Tom has now like, killed the podcast because he's, he's offended any parent in the world. <laughs> um, hey. You know, if you do not secretly call your child an asshole at least once behind their back, are you really even a parent? Yes. That's how I get them to come down the steps. <laughs> hey, asshole, which one? The older one. Hold on, let me pause my game. They don't answer anything else. Yeah, I mean, look at their. Uh, I mean, uh, if you were uh, my court of family um, as a mom like i feel very different like i feel very different uh, we were joking uh, you, of course right we're joking <laughs> we're just running our own names into the ground for the sake of a laugh but i do call my dog a crackhead in all fairness he he <laughs> he lives up to that I didn't even get to meet Hudson. He was uh, serving a uh, evening okay. term in his pen. Which is, he, he willingly, which people he willingly goes oh, yeah. to because it's air conditioned. Yeah, it's, it is in the, one of the air conditioned. <laughs> but he, he chewed off the last knob off of my dresser. So now I have a six door dresser with screws sticking out. Because he chewed off every 12 wooden knobs. Which is why, Raj, you didn't get to meet him. He's just customizing it for you, Mike. That dog's nothing but money. Cost me money. Money, money, and money. And eats money. 
Oh, yeah, it definitely does. You ever hear about that, Ron? It's all right, Ron. We don't need to do it to the podcast. But you hear like $200? Yeah. He hit 200 bucks, and I sat in my living room taping my money back together. I ended up like 30 bucks short, though, because there were, there were chunks that were no longer in the house. <laughs> oh. I mean, goodness. <laughs> Man, no, he's not. <laughs> no, from teaching, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it late. <laughs> um, I don't know. Any more thoughts on Watergate? <laughs> um, just that, um, it reminds me of a Doctor Who episode <laughs> where Richard Nixon is one of the subjects, but it's before Watergate, and he's still a good guy in this episode, and but it's just comical to me because at the end of the episode Nixon says will I go down in history and the doctor turns and smiles looks at him and says oh they're never going to forget you tricky dicky and that that's honestly probably why I call Nixon tricky dicky so much is because I'm such a you know a, a Whovian a Doctor Who nerd as you will you guys want to know a fun fact lay it on a fridge I have never watched Doctor Who. Whoa! I don't even know what I, Doctor Who is. I've watched. Um, excuse me, you <laughs> fall asleep to it all the time. I watched like two episodes, Reggie, and I had no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I was confused. But I don't know if that was like the old Doctor Who or if there's a new Doctor Who. No, it's all Doctor Who. Uh, well, maybe the new one's better, people. I don't know. Well, Jodie Jody Whittaker is the first female Doctor, and she is. Then she's a bit of a gangster. And the doctor. Can someone Google her? I have no idea who that is. She was a British actress. She's a British actress. Was she on PG Blinders? No. <laughs> she can't do that. Well, she was on Downton Abbey, though, for a few years, so that's got to mean something. Whatever that is. Yeah. That, that's their 902. Like I have watched down, all of Downton Abbey, except whatever the new movie is and the new Gilded Age. Right, it's basically a British tabloid set in the old days, right? Yeah. Well, I I need to watch the Gilded Age because it has Christine Baranski and Audra McDonald, and I am a huge um, Good Fight fan. Like Audra McDonald is on my my Broadway bucket list. What is she on? What show? I mean. Oh, uh, a good fight. Oh, that's right. You just said that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but Christine Baranski, like, she was on, like, Sybil. And she's, like, in Mamma Mia, and uh, she's just hilarious. And, like, I have, like, a list of actors, like, that could read me a phone book, and Christine Baranski is on that list. Okay. He said, make it to the... He said he didn't tell me to get him one. Oh, I did not. <laughs> did he not? Yeah, he definitely did. He definitely uh, did. Thank you. Reggie, help me. <laughs> They've got me double-fisted drinking over here now. Uh-oh. They have me, their waitress. I thought you didn't want anything, Tom. What's that goop thing? 
Grubhub. Too bad you're not Grubhub so we can order food from the only place that's open in town. You can order food. I expect $20 tip. No. Well, then, you can't order food. Um. <laughs> yeah. Get out of your mind. You come over here. Well, with gas money, that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm about to buy a horse. I'm not going to lie. I'll take the 20 bucks out of the bill for your wine. No. And for the shirt. What? No, no, no. This is advertisement. So actually, if I wear this each day, I should get $20 per wear. Well, you know, we're going to pay you as good as our advertiser pays us. Well, actually, actually, no, because... You know, your daughter designed that for you. Wait a so. minute. It's okay. Look, Kelsey, <laughs> every day that you wear that shirt, uh -huh. you're going to get one-fifth of a set. <laughs> so every five people, or every five days okay. you wear that shirt, okay. you're going to make a penny. Well, mark the record. Today I get a penny. One-fifth of a penny. No, one-fifth of a penny. Four more days from now. I will penny. never wash this. I will wear it every day. Just to get you guys out of business, <laughs> take over. <laughs> oh, Reggie. Whoa, Reggie, are you two still conspiring with me? We got this. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, Bye, boys. Chelsea and Reg have a drink. Or Reg and Chelsea, we can talk about it. Oh, we're at the wedding deception in the ring. <laughs> See? That's why you can only use one name. Uh, Let's see, because Mike kicked around the idea of Mike has a drink with Tom. We get you, Reggie has a drink. That's copyright uh, infringement. We have the name Reggie copyrighted. Yeah, right. Oh, we've, already, we've already got patents on anything, <laughs> Reggie. He's <laughs> trademarked my name already. Yeah, I like this. So you gotta let us know in written notice Reg, thirty not, seconds before no, no, you change your hair say, color again. They're not worth much. We can buy them out. <laughs> oh, it's gonna cost like some small island somewhere. <laughs> It'll be maybe willing to negotiate if your island's twice as big as our island. It'll definitely be twice as big. Yeah, it'll be a mound of sand in the middle of a puddle. After a decent <laughs> rainstorm. How the hell are you guys affording a mound of sand? <laughs> We're that good. Only fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What, what is it? Balloon videos or feet videos? Which one is it, girls? Feet. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie says shibari. I mean, nothing. Mm. Did one of them create a thick wolf? <laughs> <laughs> we, we are we don't we don't kink shame people we right. don't doubt people well except for maybe yeah, yeah, man, that, that, the podcast got really tired and a little bit dark all of a sudden <laughs> But uh, we're all like, shit, how do we make this nice again? Right? Like, 
Reggie's usually hey, Reggie's usually our ray of sunshine. Hey, she led us down this path. Hey, we're in trouble. I know exactly what will bring us right back up. That's your dad joke. Oh. Another fantastic. <laughs> All right, Tom, save the show. Hey, what did the baby corn oh. say to the mama corn? <laughs> Have you met my friend Hudson? <laughs> Where's popcorn? <laughs> hey. <laughs> a mama tomato, a papa tomato, and a baby tomato are running down the road. <laughs> the baby tomato starts to fall behind, so the father runs back and goes, catch up! <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell you, Tom. Everybody in the world knew that joke as soon as you said about tomatoes. Like, I, come on, man. It never changed. You know what the sad thing is, though? I've never been the best joke yet. <laughs> what's, even, what's even sadder is I've never heard that joke. Growing up in Western PA, I have never heard that joke. Wow. Have I, you ever watched Pulp Fiction? I have. It's, it's a no fiction. And if you're feeling a box for five, I mean, Tarantino never stuck. I mean, I'm also just not a huge John Travolta fan, so I just don't commit a lot of his stuff to memory. Yeah, but Bruce Willis and Bing Rains are in it, so that's got to make up for it. I bet you know the songs from Grease, Raj. Unfortunately, because I was in it. Oh, uh, were you ever uh, in a, in London? No, just high school production. Tom, weren't you in it that year? I would no. I was a what? No, wait a minute. I was Hold a up. member of the stage crew. No, what did he do? Did he dress like a greaser? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> did he? It's all right, Tom. Tom was part of stage crew, and I think, I think, didn't you run lights too? I did lights and stage crew, and I punched Nick Badges in the mouth. No, you had to turn it there. In the background. He was in a play. No, it was accidental because he zigged when he should have zagged. <laughs> oh, I did that too, actually. Yeah. I was a Russian soldier in Fiddler on the Roof. The musical guy came down and said, I need, he walked into the gym. And we were lifting for football, and he goes, I need three guys. You don't have to sing. You don't have to dance. And then buddies were like, oh, we can do that. He lied. We had to sing. Oh, no. We had to dance. We had to do whatever that, the, you know, the Russian dance. Is that why you're so good? Yeah. No, That's where I got my first professional training. I can see it. Um, and... Uh, the guy that was playing the main character, I, how bad is it that I remember now? But, um, the fiddler. Uh, no, not the fiddler. The fiddler's daughter's future husband. Okay, uh, for the pleasure, so, I've never even read Fiddler on the Roof. Anyways, so I swung a candlestick. Jesus Christ, just slapped him in the mouth and you're beating people with a club. <laughs> Okay. Professor, or your professor, uh, Mustard, or Colonel Mustard, in the auditorium with the. 
<laughs> but I hit him. Oh, I'll give you a reference. I got that part. Opening night of this musical, and the kid is cut open mm. on his forehead, and like blood's going everywhere. Nice. And, and then his advance, he acted like it was supposed to happen. Meanwhile, I'm going. <laughs> He sold it. He sold it. You're you're working with a true master. He was a professional man. <laughs> uh, if if he didn't make it big in Hollywood or on, uh, in, on Broadway, somebody screwed up. But I also knew that was the end of my time as a professional dancer slash actor. Right now, because I tr- I did I tried to join the show, but mm-hmm. I was too late. So I was told, well, we can just have you part of the crew where you just, I did. What did you want to? A backup singer. Um, For who? Band and D? Of course. I understand. That's why she fell. Uh, Um, I feel what the hell I was saying. I don't know, man. Off the rails. If I have to come up with this idea again, mm. just shoot it down. <laughs> well, we want to back to back? Yeah. Because I'm not, I, look, I'm telling you, tomorrow I'm not even going to remember that we recorded two episodes. Just like you're not in Disney this week, Mike. And listen, these people don't know. We're morons. So. <laughs> If I, if I ever say, hey, well, Sheldon says it's not available next week. Let's just do two in a row. <laughs> just say no, people. It's okay to have a week. Wait, wait, what, what, was, what was the president's wife's name who said that? Nancy, Nancy, Nancy Reagan. Reagan. Just say no. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then a couple years later. Just say yeah. I mean, uh, Nikki. Just do. Do you? No, the other one, but I'm not even gonna try to even make a any kind of insinuations towards them, Reggie, because you know they'll sue us. They disappear people quicker than Clintons do, allegedly. You want my one? Oh, good lord. Uh, yes. No. Oh, you just finished that. Um. That's all I got. Um, I feel like I feel like listen. I feel like I I kind of need to hit Watergate on my next travels when gas prices come back down. Like that's one of the places that I wanted to hit, but could not mm-hmm. do to uh, protests. You know, you only have to be able to drive halfway there <laughs> when you get to like Rockville, Maryland. You just put it in neutral and coast down. No, you park and you take the uh, metro in. Oh, that metro is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like you drive three hours and then you take the metro. Oh, no shit. It takes an hour and a half or something. Yeah. There you go. Travel tips <laughs> with Mike. Oh, speaking of, we have a camping episode coming up this week. Well, not this weekend, in a few weekends. Sure. Reggie, are you going to camp out in your backyard in spirit? 
maybe I might go actually I might actually go camping. Okay. Well, that'd be all right. That'd be all right. I I I don't know yet, but like Reggie trying to bring a little realism to the podcast. Ooh. I can dig it. I actually go camping. Yeah, I'm gonna sit barefoot with your feet in the grass to reconnect with Mother Earth. Yeah. That's what I do. Usually uh, like, you know, without cell phone reception. Oh gotta Talk about the uh, the super moon. Yeah, is that that weekend? No, that's uh, last. Well, by the time close is last week. Uh, we actually had a full moon tonight, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be the strawberry moon. Oh, maybe that's why they always have strawberry days right ah. before this. Thoughts? No. Yeah. Oh, right. I, I, so yes, look, absolutely. Look, look yes. to our people. We hope we're at least entertaining. <laughs> uh, we know that probably both episodes here have not been super knowledgeable. Maybe well, knowledgeable <laughs> probably not this past one. Just don't hold us to the date. Um, Events are more important than the dates. Um, please tune in again next time. We promise to do better. I think that's all I got, man. Hey, when we go out on uh, the air here, you can officially say uh, enjoy yourself next week, sir. Thank you, thank you. And people, do something nice. Pass it forward. Just Smile. Sometimes you see somebody walking or looking grumpy, just shoot them a smile. Did you have no idea what a single kind word can do for a stranger's day? That's right. Just hold a door. I hold doors for everybody, don't I, baby? You hold them for me? Oh, every time. Well, be kind. If you want have a great week. Reg, thanks for joining us like always. Tom, please don't break the growlers. They were. That one was a little bit more expensive. Um, I'm not touching it anymore. Tom, you're out of here. Chelsea, sign off for Tom. He's gone. Goodbye. Have a good one, people. We love you.